Father, we honor you tonight. We just bask again in your love and grace. Listen, church. God says, open your heart for possibilities. Open your mind for possibilities. Lord, help us to always rest in that love. That there's no mountain you won't light up. We give you the praise and the glory. We give you the praise and the glory. We give you the praise and the glory. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Please don't sit down yet. Don't sit down yet. Just before we have our sit, can you please get to know those around you? Let me tell you what that means. That does not mean hello, hi. It means hi. My name is Victoria. What is your name? Shinequa. Oh, really? How long have you coming to church? I've been coming for two years. You know, and some of you have been trying to get a number for a long time. This is your opportunity. Praise God. Let's go ahead and get to know people. Yeah. Frank, you have to hop with the monitor so I don't get to scream. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Today they're honoring some of our cell leaders, so they left some seats for cell leaders right in front here. So if you're a cell leader, I think we have about five more seats. They might just find you out. It's only that just pick you out to come and sit down here. So just like, just a kind of honor, you know, that kind of thing. Today, if you're cell leader, just come, just, you know, you guys are working the whole lot. So. You, you can move in here, my brother. My brother would have tied the seats here. Will you take... Is it sit there? That's a free sit there also. Amen. Glory to God. Awesome. Awesome. This morning, I want us to appreciate all our cell leaders. Let's go ahead and appreciate them. <laughs> Wonderful. These cell leaders, and uh, let me just tell you, our cell, our someone says cell, is it like IC cell? No, not IC cell. <laughs> For us, we believe, let me tell you what we believe. A church should grow larger and smaller at the same time. The challenge with a church like ours is this. So every Sunday we'll have an average of 9,000 people that attend Harvesters in all the three centers. About 9,000, sometimes 10,000, sometimes 12, sometimes 8,000 will attend. There's no way I can know everybody. But when you have all those small groups, you know, it provides the opportunity for everybody. Nobody's ignored. That's the thing. Nobody's ignored. Nobody is ignored. 
because you are just four steps away from the pastor. You talk to the cell group leader, he speaks to his zonal leader, speaks to his district pastor, you talk to me, to campus pastors, something like that. You know, that, that's easy. That's easy. Amen. Mother Kenny, how are you doing? I, I love the white thing on your neck with your wife, you know. You know. Amen. Praise the Lord. So it, it's important because sometimes in church, someone has a baby and they don't know what to do. If you go to the cell, it's obvious what you should do. You know, sometimes someone loses somebody and you want people to care for you. And, and it, I mean, one of, I mean, this, this is really not so good testimony. One of our members within a week lost a sister and his mom. Yeah, it was really bad. This, the mom was already sick. And some of you know, his name is Daniela. You know him. Daniela is always sitting in front. So please, if you know him, he's very active on Twitter. Please reach out to him. But Emda is also very active. You know, he's also a journalist. So reach out to him. And he just called me and said, my sister is very sick, she should come. By the time we went, came, she was dead. But the mom was already sick for like six months. So I think the impact hit the mom. But the reason why we can know and we can support is because we know him. You know, some, sometimes someone needs school fees, but you say you need school fees, I need money. We don't even know if you're a fraudster or not. You know, sometimes a guy sees a beautiful girl in church and says, Pastor, what do you think about her? I'm like, okay, let me ask. So I asked the girl, did you go to a cell? No. So what I tell the guy? Because I can think she's a great girl, and, <laughs> and I can think he's a great guy. Meanwhile, he's a Yoruba demon. Praise the Lord. <laughs> so, you know, but, but when you go to a cell, I, I mean, it's amazing because when people go to all those home fellowships also, um, so you get to know people. Someone says, I'm not going for Bible study. It's not just Bible study. It's the fact that you get to know people. And I'm amazed that one of the business men, men, one of the men told me, I mean, this was about some years ago, that in the home fellowship, he met another man that helped him with this business by loaning him about 80 million naira. 80 million, in fact, I, that's one story. Just last five months, my wife told me about some people that linked up in the women's fellowship and they transferred about 100 million naira in between themselves. And you are praying for capital. Listen, God uses people to bless you. So the more people you know, the more he has. Maybe other people you know are not as stingy. You need new people. Glory to God. I mean, if you, if you find Brad, Kenneth, they should come and join your cell. Do you need this? Come, come. Can I come? come. You, need, you need to start leading. I'm going to push to lead one. Meet him because he has a lot of money. He and his wife. They have a lot of money. So all of that business ideas, go to his cell. He's going to teach you how to do business, you know, and ask him for, you know, a partnership. Can't you see? He's even more handsomely dressed than the pastor. He just has gold. I'm the pastor, brother Kenneth. I am the pastor. You are the, you are the non-pastor here. The next time you dress that, you're going to preach the gospel. Praise the Lord. He and his wife are wonderful. All right, so let me just read some testimonies to you about research. Research has been amazing. Whoa! Whoa! 21 days. You know, when we say we're going to do the morning prayer, I'm like, oh, yeah, maybe 100 people show up. First day, I saw like 600. Second day, like 700. Like 800. Like, you know, it's just been going higher. People in the morning. Then we said we're going to do midnight prayer. I said, if I see 25 or 50, I'll be okay. I just, so when I said we just saw 25, I said, I said, I need 25. I just closed my eyes to pray. I just opened my eyes, 220. I said, what? I just opened my eyes to pray again, 450. I said, what? So it's amazing. And we're not just praying. There are huge testimonies happening from it. Let me read this to you. So this is from my Instagram. You know, if you don't follow me on Instagram, <laughs> if you don't follow my girl, <laughs> <laughs> There's a new video online. What are we talking about? I need to learn the evil language. You know? <laughs> and you know, the, the amazing thing, 
I mean, let me just leave that alone. <laughs> I have a testimony that goes to us fast. Sometime last year, I walked out in the gym, and, you know, the gym instructors are, you know, they're hyperactive. I was in aerobics, and I broke my ligaments. I broke my ligaments. So I, I had to go to the hospital. I explained to the doctor, and he told me that probably my ligament was torn. He said, my knee ligaments are torn, and such injuries take time to heal. I was given medicine, ointment, and I finished the dose. Nothing happened, and the pain got worse. I even had to stay from AC. I prayed about it personally, but it never went away. On Monday, the day we started research, I was watching the replay of the video, and you did video, you, you, um, yeah, of the video, and you asked people, and you asked people, and you said if anyone that had any kind of sickness should hold the place and pray. I held my knee and prayed. Since then, I have not felt any kind of pain on my knee. I've tried to carry all my weight, put my weight on my leg, still no pain. I'm still trying to believe that I'm healed. I want to bless the name of God. Praise the Lord. That, that, that's one. This is another testimony. Uh, this is another testimony here. Good evening, Pastor B. I have a huge testimony. Just sent to my Instagram, so this is not like text. I have a huge testimony I would like to share with you. My husband and I have been married for 10 years, and I've been believing God for the fruit of the womb. We did everything humanly possible within our capacity. While, meanwhile, believing God. Crossover service, wine press, encounter, and resort for the past four years, it was always our number one prayer request. On December 31st, a lot of people came out to testify. I told God that in 2019, I would come out and testify. It was very easy to forget God's word when you have waited for a long time. But thank God for a church like Harvesters that is relentless, is bringing you to remembrance of what, that God loves you so much and stand on his word. At one of the services, Pastor Me spoke about Christian trusting God. You know, one of the examples given was a couple believing God for a child. I held on to that. You know, for, for, so I held on to that. I'm, I'm just trying to jump. So um, we went for a pregnancy test, and after doing all our dynamic had asked us to do, which was not the first time anyway, the result was positive. For, for a few days after the positive, I could barely move my body. I was extremely tired. I had to be on bed rest. I was scheduled for a scan afterward, and the scan, re and the scan revealed I was not carrying one baby or two. <laughs> But three! Mighty! That's not the way to say hallelujah! Three! 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 Praise the Lord. The gynecologist was shocked. I was shocked. My husband was dumbfounded. We prayed and believed God for a set of twins, but in his messes, he decided to bless us with three. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. There's another testimony here. You ask a couple of Sundays at those that I do for pressure to stand up. I stood up. Pastor, I'm promoted, and my salary is doubled. <laughs> Glory to God. I mean, too many testimonies, too many... Too many testimonies, too many testimonies. One guy spoke about how he got a visa, some of how he got a scholarship, too many testimonies just coming in. I'm saying so for two reasons. Hey, if you have not been joining us, you're missing a lot. You have to join. Amen. And during this research time, I hope you plan to bring your friends to church because it will really be powerful. So on, 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 on every day on Instagram at 6 a.m., you can put the Instagram handle online there, just watch it. So if you don't follow on Instagram, this is the best time to get out your phone, follow. So it's, it's there in my house, and I'm leading the prayers, and it's really powerful. Then, 2 p.m., on uh, we have like a Bible study also, and in the evening at 6.30, we're gathering here to pray. And on Saturday, remember, next Saturday, 
we gathered to pray, all of us, all of that cannot come from work, people like Inyola and Co. Saturday, 7.30 to 8.30, we'll pray fire. Yesterday was very powerful, so it's going to be good. So you, have, you can get out your phone. This is a good time to get out your phone, you know, and just begin to follow. So follow, and, um, you know, we can, we can take it from there. Praise the Lord. I'm so excited. You know, we, we pray for promotions, and people have been getting, okay, let me see. I've seen the Queen Army follow. Where, where's the Queen Army? Where are you? Where are you? The Queen... Yeah, the Queen and slash A-M-Y, Amy, the Queen Amy. Where's Queen Amy? Are you in the East Auditorium? Are you here? Are you shy? <laughs> okay, where's the, the Jabu girl? Where's the Jabu girl? <laughs> Do you know her? Why, just wave. Why, where's the Jabu girl? The Jabu girl, I'm going to put your picture online so they're going to know you. <laughs> Praise the Lord. But I mean, people are following right now and it's, it's just so good. So let, let, let's keep that together. And please remember, we're getting the kids involved. This is the first time we're getting kids involved in research. We're not just asking them to fast and pray. We're producing a book. This is a kids-friendly. So they don't have to use your own adult book. Someone says, do we have devotionals? Of course we have devotionals. We'll get them out last Sunday. If you didn't get one, you can get from the ushers. Or you can go to the, um, what do they call it, website and download it. And there's also a research app. There's an app that is research. This is lovely because the kids get to pray in their own level. Look at the first page. When they, so there's a lesson for them. And it says, did you pray? Did you talk to Jesus Christ today? Yes, no, not yet. Look at the next, next one. Use a pencil and fill in the time that you prayed. So they get to draw. So the kids learn and pray because I want your kids to have a personal relationship with Jesus. Because they are going to have their struggle that education cannot solve for them. And this is when you start. So all of you that parents, you've gotten this, you've not gotten this, get this, and can we please begin to use it? We use it with my kids every day. Every day we use it with my kids. We use it with my kids. In fact, um, there's a testimony also, uh, if I can find it, my, my own child. So my first son, all the other kids broke at 11. My first son is older, so we're asking to break at, you know, at about two. You know, and he's just, is in primary six. And so he got home, he said, Daddy, I can't fast. He said, I was very tired in school. I said, don't worry, we'll just reduce the time. It doesn't mean you're not fast, we'll just reduce the time. So we spoke to the teacher and said, at this time, can he break his fast? Just let him eat some food and all of those kind of things. And it's good because you don't know what it means when you get up and your kids can pray. Because many of you are going to leave your kids wealthy, but spiritually bankrupt. Many parents will leave their kids wealthy, but spiritually bankrupt. Listen to me. There are battles of life that money cannot buy. One of them is health. Wealth, see, health and sickness make nonsense of money. Nonsense of money. Teach your kids to pray. And many of you have family, friends, and cousins. Get one and tell them. And I want to really appreciate our kids' zone. See, get them and say, can I get, during this period, get your family, friends, and say, hey, all right, this is what, because you share, you know, you share perfumes with them, you share shampoo with them, this will help their children. When those children become problems, it's you and your friends that will carry it. Because it's you, they'll be telling that you, you they'll be giving extended high blood pressure. So before they get to that place, get them to have this. Some of you have nephews and nieces. Hey, can I take my niece to church? We are doing this prayer series, and the kids are learning. I mean, the kids' church, we go there, they're learning so many things, which is really wonderful. Someone say hallelujah. hallelujah. Someone say hallelujah. hallelujah. Someone say hallelujah. hallelujah. All right, let's turn our Bible to Isaiah chapter 58. So, so, so we're going to just take it from there. Isaiah chapter 58.
Isaiah chapter 58. So today we're talking about getting results through fasting and prayer. So we're talking about how do you pray and fast in such a way that is actually effective? How do you pray and fast in such a way that is actually very effective? How do you pray and fast in such a way that's actually very effective? Glory to God. So getting results through fasting and prayer. Getting results through fasting and prayer. Isaiah chapter 58 And before I, before I do that, in the first service when we're praying, the, the word of God came strongly and the word of God came to people that were overing 40 and above. Sometimes it's 35 and it's 40. And the word of God came to us and said this, that you must refuse to go into a state of coma concerning your goals. You must refuse to go into a state of coma because what happened is this, as people grow older in life, because they've tried and tried and tried, and it has not happened. What happens to them? They just back off. They just back off. And not that they're not doing anything, but in their mind, see, the most important tool to achieve your goal is not working on it, it's your mind. Because once your mind believes it's possible, it will happen. And some people are still working on that business, but they don't really believe it can expand again. And it's a game changer. I know you've gone through tough times. Can you please hold on? See, some women, all of you that wives here, wives here, I want to say to you, if you see your husband is losing it, he's becoming less aggressive, he's not pursuing his goal, just have a conversation and say, honey, I know you're trying, but don't give up now. The reason why is this, faith is the substance of things hoped for. Faith makes happen what hope, what hope has. If there is no hope, faith becomes impotent. If there is no hope, faith becomes impotent. If you think it can be done, then your faith becomes paralyzed. Man, don't let that happen to you. I know that the country could be tough. I know this year could be tough. But you need to make your mind irrespective. I'm going to have a testimony. I know that some of your mates are way ahead of you. But listen, a fast lane and a slow lane all goes to the same destination. Glory to God. So, Isaiah chapter 58, verse, verse 2. Isaiah chapter 58, verse 2. So, we're talking about getting results through fasting and prayer. Nothing terminates insult like results. Nothing terminates insult like results. And results can be generated. Everybody wants to have results. That's why... When people find what is working, one of the things they do is to begin to work it. So it's not enough to fast or pray. We must be careful to be able to produce the result that comes from a place of fasting and prayer. So what is fasting? Fasting is abstinence from food and pleasure to separate yourself unto God. Fasting is separation from the world to, under, to seek God. Fasting is denying your flesh to enhance the capabilities of the spirit. So, do people fast? Some people do fast. Do people, do, all the people that do fast, do they see the, the hand of God? Some do and some don't. The question this morning is this. How do I become part of that minority I say the hand of God. Isaiah chapter 58. This is going to bless you. The Bible says in verse 2, Yet they seek me daily and delight to know my way, 
as a nation that did righteousness and forsook not the ordinance of their God, the acts of me, the ordinance of justice, they take delight in approaching God. Verse 3, wherefore have we fasted, say they, thou seest not. Meaning that when you fast, God is meant to see that you are fasting. He said, how come we're fasting and he don't recognize it? So it's possible to fast and pray and has the recognition. So we want to know today, how come some fasting are so effective and some are not so effective? He says, how come we fast and you recognize it not? Verse, the next line says, wherefore have we afflicted our soul and thou takes no knowledge? Meaning that the process of fasting also involves denial. There is an affliction. Someone says, why are you not fasting? He says, because, because I'll, be, I'll be very hungry. That's the point. The hunger is a form of worship. It's an affliction. I, I'm denying myself something. I don't fast because I enjoy it. But fasting costs me something. See what the Bible says here. It says, Behold, in the day of your fast, this is a problem with their fast, you'll find pleasure and exert all your labor he says when you are fasting you are doing everything as if you're not fasting see people that are fasting playing three hours of video game people that are fasting they go to the office and they still argue and you know just as if they're not fasting you know when you're fasting you are separating yourself to god so therefore there are some things that you should do that it's okay to do when you're not fasting, but when you're fasting, it's not saying, but I don't want to do them. When I'm fasting, I, I, I don't want to go. How can I be fasting and go to watch a movie? I'm fasting, people. See, I'm denying myself. I'm denying myself. The reason I'm denying myself is because I want to focus on, I can be fasting and play the video games the whole day for the younger people. Even Apostle Paul says, when you're fasting and you want to, when you, have, when, you, when, you, when you want to fast and abstain from sex, ask permission of your partner. Meaning that sometimes it is narrated that, fast, that sex could be a distraction. You can be having sex all the way you used to have sex when you're fasting. You're fasting for God's sake. No huh? kidding, no. Some women are very happy. Say, ah, Pastor, I'll be fasting every day now. <laughs> See, you, you can't you can be fasting and your friends are in the office talking about, ah, have you seen Shaniqua? Ah, see her backside. Yay, like a And you're there. <laughs> you, you've broken your fast. Listen, listen, you are, fa you are separating yourself unto God. You are, you are fasting and keeping madness. You better go and eat some eba. And correct banga soup. You, you, are, you are fasting and you are chatting this girl you, you met the other day. <laughs> Let the fast be over. The man will handle you. You are already planning for sin. You can't be fasting and be spending more time on Instagram than with God. Praise God. You can't be fasting and be spending more time on social media than with God. What are you fasting to? F 
fasting means I'm separating myself to God. If you're spending more time with social media, you are separating yourself to social media. You are not separating yourself to God. Hey, people, if we have to do this thing to get results, we have to do the right thing. We have to do it well. The Bible says, the problem with your fast is this. When you fast, you are finding all of your pleasure. Listen to me. Some of you work and work. In fact, your fasting should disturb your work schedule. Because normally you'd have gone for breakfast and lunch. But now that there's no breakfast and lunch, when is breakfast and lunch? And don't say, I'm not fast now. Just stay at work. No. Go for breakfast and lunch and separate yourself to God. And say, I'm going for breakfast and lunch. Only that this time I want to be in my car. And in my car, I'm just there. What am I doing? I'm just a holy, holy spirit, holy spirit. What am I doing? I'm separating myself to God. Sometimes I'm not praying. I'm meditating the word of God. I'm just thinking of what the word of God says. I'm just thinking. What does the word of God say? Behold, I do a new thing. Now we shall spring forth. You know, what the meditation says when you meditate, keep your mind blank. So they say, just say, just keep your mind blank. That's why you meditate in the Bible. In Christian meditation, you meditate on the word. Joshua 1, 8 says, this book of the law shall not depart out of their mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein. That means in meditation for us, there is something where, sometimes I'm just freeing my mind to meditate. That's not how, we don't free our mind to meditate. We put the word in our mind and begin to think all over the word. So sometimes I'm just sitting now, I'm just taking one scripture, I'm just looking at the resort devotion, I'm just taking it in, just taking it in, just taking it in, just taking it in. Someone say hallelujah. So what does the Bible say? He says, verse 5, he said, is it such a fast I've chosen, a day for a man to afflict his soul? Someone says, why did you break? He said, well, I was hungry. You're meant to be hungry when you fast. The hunger is a sign of sacrifice. He says, is it not a day for a man to afflict his soul? Is it to bow down his head as a borosh and to spread sackcloth and ashes under him? Will you call this a fast and an acceptability unto the Lord? Verse 6, he said, is this not the fast I've chosen to loosen the bands of the wicked, to do the heavy burden and let the oppressed go free and break every yoke? Verse 7, is it not to deal thy bread to the hungry? He says, when you're fasting, you should be generous. He says, is it not to deal thy bread to the hungry? That the, that the poor that cast out will come into your house and you see the naked and cover him and thou hide not thy own flesh? He says, when you're fasting, you should be generous. By now, I expect when you're fasting, all the clothes you don't use again and the clothes I treat for, just bring them and say, Pastor, this is for the poor. Just put it somewhere there. This, if there's a time to be tightened, it's now that you're fasting. Because, listen to me, is it amazing that when the Muslim fast, they practice this? You know, when I was younger, when the Muslim fasted, they, I used to turn on TV for quite early. You know when you're young, you watch TV all the time. Uh, like 5 a.m. And they will have that thing they do in the morning, like they're eating and they're praying. And you will hear, if you call in and answer the right Islamic question, that um, there's this bag of rice. I even found that they were giving lands at some point. They still do it? And so why are they doing that? See, because you claim you know God. But they are so trained in their fasting. Do you even know when Muslims fast that even the womanizers amongst them become sin in that period? People, Muslims that own clubs will close down their clubs when they are fasting. And you 
Yes, you. When you fast in the evening, it's, it's work. Let's have, let's have origin. Origin. It says it's origin. It's fruits. It's fruits. It's fruits. Because you are quick to say, ah, we, 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 we know the way. We know the way, but people that you clean, they don't know the way. See what they're doing. So all of a sudden, you see them very sober. They say, they say, Asha, Asha, Tanya. I don't know how to say it really. Like, God forbid, like, you know, uh, um, like this is, you know, they, they will tell you later on. And you can see them, they're so generous during the fasting. But you during your own fasting, you're not even tithing. During your fasting, you don't even know that this went to expand my offering. What should we do as a cell to help the poor? What should we do as a unit to help the poor? The Bible says, is this not the fast? What, why is this not? Is this not to deal thy bread to the hungry? That, thou, that the poor that cast out of the house, that thou see the naked and cover them, and thou hide not thyself from thy own flesh? Let's see what it says here. It says, this is not to deal with the bread to the hungry. What's the point of fasting? If you're not eating, give to those that can eat. Look at the next verse. Look, look at the next verse. He said, then, as an, after you've done this, then shall thy light, he says, that light, it's going to be breaking. What does that mean? Light is the biblical symbol for direction. It says, when you fast the right way, the thing that happens to you is this. There is an abundance of direction and revelation. There's direction and revelation. Have you noticed in the Bible when people fasted, they saw and heard the Spirit a lot? Because somehow, fasting makes us sensitive to see the supernatural. Fasting doesn't really affect God. It's you that it affects. Glory to God. So when should we fast? We fast before embarking on new projects. Before Jesus started his ministry, he fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. Before the apostles... Um, Paul and Barnabas went to start ministry. Act 13, they took time to fast. Before you start that new project, can you take someone fast? Because your fasting helps you build assurance and guidance. Before, hey, hey, single people, before you say yes. I love how you say hey, thank you. Before you say yes. I know you love him and hug him to leg up. Oh, baby. Before you say yes, let's fast and pray. Because some people are nice on the outside, but dead on the inside. Before you go into that partnership, before you go into that project, can you fast? Before you make that decision to migrate, can you fast and pray? Before you start processing those papers, can you fast and pray? I say, well, well, when do we fast and pray? The second thing is this. When, we, when we're in the midst of options. So you, you got four jobs, one in Nigerian beauty, the other one with Facebook. Um, in Dubai, the other one, you got another job and this and this, where do you go to when you fast and pray? Before you choose to school for your kids! Should they go to British International School? Should they go to, you know, um, um, St. Finbers? Should they go to some other school? Can we just pray? Because as you're planning for your child, someone's also planning for that child. When there are many options, because listen to me, options are easy when it's good and bad. Options are tough and confusing when it's good and better. The thought, the thought when, when we fast is this, when you just need your flesh to go down. Some of you, your flesh has arisen so much. Your prayer life, your flesh has taken over. 
You can't control yourself again. The flesh has gained so many dominance. You use fasting to deconstruct the flesh. You use fasting to subjugate the flesh. You use fasting to discipline the flesh. You use fasting to paralyze the flesh. You use fasting to arrest the flesh. We use fasting to combo the flesh. And say, flesh, you will not ruin me. You will follow my spirit. Some of you, your flesh is too, too much flesh. Too much flesh. Too much flesh. Some people are here. Too much flesh. That's why the pornography is there. Some of you are so stingy. Too much flesh. The reason why your mind is not healthy is this. Too much flesh. The reason why you have all this addiction. Too much flesh. You use fasting to combo and subjugate and discipline and arrest and paralyze the flesh. Look at him and say, is there too much flesh in you? Once I don't know there's too much flesh in you. Once I hear you talk, I can tell your flesh content. Once I see your phone, I can tell your flesh content. Once I get into your car and turn your car, your radio on, I can see your flesh content. Because those are avenues in which your flesh content manifests. Too much flesh. And when there's too much flesh, it kills your prayer life. Why do we fast? <laughs> Ezra chapter 8 verse 21. Ezra chapter 8 verse 21. The Bible says this, this is Exor. It says, I proclaim a fast at the river of Havana that we may afflict ourselves before the Lord. Did you see? See, fasting has that connotation of the denial. That's what I'm saying. It's that connotation of denial. I mean, this is a girl texting her boyfriend, what is wrong with you now? Ah, you don't even have my time. He said, I'm fasting. He said, so what? Are you okay? Someone said to you, I'm separating myself to God. And you said, and so what? The guy will soon start worshipping you. When someone says, I'm fasting, say, oh, I understand. That should be your response. See what the Bible says. We afflict ourselves before the Lord to seek of him a right way for us, our little children, and for our substance. So why do we fast? Sometimes, sometimes, okay, let, let's do the next, let's, verse 22. And I was ashamed to require of the king a band of soldiers and horsemen to help us against the enemy in the way, because we had spoken unto the king, saying, the hand of the Lord is... Yes, please. Can, can you go on? It's upon all them for good that seek him, and his, and his power and his wrath is against them all them that forsake him. You know, so they took him to fast and pray. Why? They were seeking for some clarity, some direction. Some of you are thinking, should I migrate or not? Can you take some time and, so, can you take some time and fast and pray? I know that three guys are really loving you. There's Royon, there's, um, J, there's John, and there's... Uh, uh, you know, Victor, you know, that really like you. And you say, okay, Victor is tall and dark and handsome and Rayon walks in shell and the other guy is, well, you know, but before you make a decision, fast and pray. Because we always judge from the outside. God judges on the inside. I know that you have three options to walk in Ericsson, ExxonMobil, or Shell. And you're like, oh, wow, that's a good problem to have. Before you choose, fast and pray. You want to go into a partnership in business. Before you go into that partnership, fast and pray. So we fast and pray to get clarity. The second reason I fast and pray is this, to focus and deepen our relationships with God, our devotion with God. The third reason why we fast and pray is this, to amplify our prayer life. Jesus Christ said in, in Matthew 17, he said, and this goeth not, but by fasting and prayer. He said, this goeth not, but by fasting and prayer. When you're fasting, you should spend time reading the Bible. You should spend time praying. You should spend time meditating. 
You should spend time making adjustments, saying, Lord, what is in my life that should not be there? You should not end your fast the same way you started your fast. Your fast must take some things away from you. Why do we fast? Fasting amplifies our prayers. Jesus Christ looked at him and said, and this goeth not but by fasting and prayer. Let me give an example. Yesterday we were praying, I mean, we had this excellent prayer time with men, you know, some, some men I'm close to, we just prayed in the morning, early in the morning. As we are praying, one of them told me a story that um, there's this young girl that was demon-possessed, so they brought him to a pastor, that the pastor should cast out the evil spirits. So as the pastor saw, I just say, I was going to point and say, in the name of Jesus Christ, I was saying, okay, the girl just gave the pastor a dirty slap. A hot, dirty slap. Poor! The pastor said, we're going to say, me, a servant of God, before I could finish, another one, poor! The girl said, everybody wants to cast me out, you, you will cast me out. And she just hissed. The pastor just packed his Bible and his phone. And just went into the bush. He didn't even go home. Just went to the bush. And when it was when he came back, we heard the full story. He stayed there for seven days. We were calling him. He didn't answer the call. You know when he goes to the bush, he said, God, whatever makes a demon not to respect me and slap me, that must be settled here today. He said, if it's not settled, I'm not going back. Seven days, sir. Just imagine unpremeditated fasting. My brother, pray so I will not pray. Are you hearing me? Because everybody prays at one junction or the other. But can you pray voluntarily so that you are not compelled to pray? Because a time will come you will pray. And prayer is something that everybody does. Even the Queen Elizabeth. Even Donald Trump. Even Muslim, Christian, Buddhist, political leaders. Everybody prays. You are the only one that is not praying. Because everybody knows that there is power beyond power. Everybody knows that when the, when the push gets to the shelf, you need intervention that is beyond you, sir. There's what English can do. There's what power can do. When the man returned back, after seven days, he didn't even go home. He just went back to church. Picked his phone. He called the daughter of the girl. He said, bring her now. As she was coming, the man had not spoken. Just looked at her. The girl fell on the floor. Side rolling, side rolling, side rolling, side rolling. Side rolling. Why? Power, sir. Luke 4 14. Let me show you what fasting does. Luke 4 14. <laughs> Luke 4 14. When Jesus had finished fasting for 40 days, see what happened next. Are you here? Let's read one to go. And Jesus, he returned from fast. Where? He came back fully charged, sir. Full power load. Full tank. Reserve pumping. When the man saw him, the girl just began to roll. Pastor said, did he, did, did the said, Pastor, what happened? He said, I had to go and fix what had not been fixed. Many of you, there are certain things that grammar does not correct. There are certain that negotiation does not fix. All this speaking English has limits. The language the oppressor understands is the language of power. He says, in the day of his power, his people shall be willing. You can beg your way to some levels, but some levels you have to command your way. There are doors that will not open until they are forced to be open. 
He said, lift up your head so again. They didn't want to lift up their head. He said it with the word of power. He said, lift up your head so you get. Be lifted up. You everlasting us. Not doors. Oh. He said, do you know what it means to call a door everlasting? He said, everlasting doors. And they said, who is he? He said, this is the Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. Aha. Aha. There are dimensions of power that can break marital belief. There are dimensions of power that can change financial fortune. Jabez said, Oh Lord, that would enlarge my cause. When you see people that pray, you see people that have results. Ah, there's what English can do, there's what power can do. You have spoken for a long time. Power changes things. Doctor said five but power converts it report. Doctor said you can't have a child. Power converts the report. Doctor said sickle cell. Power changes the results. Doctor said, see, whatever doctor said, power has the capacity to change everything. Don't you know how physics defines power? Power, what's the definition of power in physics? What? Ability to do work. So a body is a state of rest until what? until power is applied to it your finance is in a position of rest it needs some power to move you forward your children's health is the position of earth it needs power to move you. your business some of you have files on the table for six months all it needs is just a quote bush that file will go up even if people sit on it power will sit them you have spoken enough grammar speak the language of power these 21 days Breaking dimensions, breaking new grounds, breaking through. Stand up, let us pray. Oh, hallelujah. Are we believing God for some turn around this morning? Help me look for one neighbor that can pray, not one neighbor that is speaking English, one neighbor that can pray. Hallelujah. And we are going to declare for everyone in this service, let there be supernatural turn around. Lift up your voice towards heaven, everyone. Yes, 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 yes. Let me hear you lift up your voice like a trumpet. Unto thee that answer prayer shall all flesh come. Unto thee that answer prayer shall all flesh come. Unto thee that answer prayer shall all flesh come. Strangers shall be afraid out of their hiding places. Hallelujah. We are taking our toy. Mountain move. Shiko, shate, shiko, shate, shiko.